girls, that's what I'm saying. The podcast about hip-hop, entertainment, dating, sex, relationships, and social issues from a sometimes ratchet but mostly woke perspective. So, listen and subscribe to That's What I'm Saying. We're on iTunes, Google Play, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Also, watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show, weekdays on Island TV or on the Island TV app. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. So, I'm Sean. And I'm Shatara. Hey, Shatara. Hey, How you sister. doing? I'm good, sister. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, it's, it's, look, it's been a trying week, I think, for everybody, but I'm good. I'm here. I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. So we're here. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I mm-hmm. feel the same way. A lot's going on, but mm-hmm. we're, still here to, we're still here to tell it, see it, and talk about it, right? Okay. All right. All right. So what are we calling this episode? We're calling this episode Wakanda Forever. Yes. Put your fist up. Cross mm-hmm. your fist. Mm-hmm. Wakanda mm-hmm. Forever. All right. Well, before we get into our dedication to show to the late Chadwick Boseman, you know, y'all, we got to bring you to this ratchet. So mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but um, uh, your girl Niecy, mm-hmm. and I love Niecy Nash. I love Niecy Nash. So mm-hmm. Niecy Nash, um, she walked down the aisle and she got married to um a very uh masculine looking female. Drop the mic. That's all I'm going to say. Let me tell you. Oh, wait a minute. Mm. Plot twist for your ass. Good Lord. Did you eat? I didn't. I hadn't. I had no idea. So, um, so she got married to her lesbian lover. Mm. And she like apparently just announced it on social media. So her partner's name is, um, what is the late, what is the girl's name? Jessica Betts. She's a musician. Mm. I don't know. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Okay. All right. Um, mm-hmm. you said um, not in my head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm um, Keep going. So if you remember back a couple, I was, I guess a couple years ago, remember she was like on this world when she had married, mm-hmm. you know, the love of her life and, but then they got divorced mm-hmm. and, you know, she talked about that. And then next thing you know, Next thing you know, on the on the Twitters, on mm-hmm. the IG, mm-hmm. I see her in this beautiful dress, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, he married a a, a very nice young, a, a handsome young lady. <laughs> you better, you better, you better shut up and get listen. What what's what's the show we love that you on claws? You better get your claws. claws in this one. You better dig your claws in this one. And now, who would have thought? Because what is one of the characters on Claws? I can't think of a name. She uh, was from Quiet Scrubs. Anne. She, quiet, no, not Quiet Anne. The one from Scrubs, the Spanish one that plays the bull dagger, like very. But it was Quiet. Anne, but oh, not Quiet. No, no it, it was, was Quiet Anne. Anne. Quiet Anne was the girlfriend. No, Silly Rabbit. It was. A, you want to bet some money? It was Quiet Anne. Quiet Anne was the Vatos, Vatos Locos. Yes. No, Quiet, Quiet Anne was a little redhead that went to jail and had the little brace on her ankle. <laughs> Remember? A little Quiet mm-hmm. Anne. Oh, no. oh, you know what? You're I'm, right. You're right. You're right. You're right. My bad. Yeah. I'm, done I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> I, it just hit me. Just hit me. The little redhead. I forget her name. She's too <laughs> On house know. arrest. The one on house arrest. <laughs> Anyway, okay, sorry, sorry, I apologize. Yeah. I like apologize. I said, the character on Claws, Quiet Anne, mm-hmm. was the one that was in a lesbian relationship. But yes, you know, Nisi just surprised us. I, I am 
I'm very surprised. I mean, you know what? Whatever makes you happy, boo, do you. Mm -hmm. But I'm Mm going to tell you one thing. Uh Your girl is not trying to lick no pussy in the pandemic. Okay? That's just me. I'm sorry. I'm out the game. I'm out the game. I'm out of here. I'm done. Nope. Not for me. No, thank you. Thank you anyway. Um, Thanks for no thanks. Thank you anyway. No, I I, I just found this out quite a few hours ago. And when I tell you... And I was shocked. I was like in the middle of cooking and it was like, did you see this? And, and I just, I dropped the spaghetti like, Hoo-hoo! like as if somebody just boo-hoo. I just, I, I was a little, no, I was very shocked. I'm not going to say a little, I was very shocked. Very much so. I, I love Nisi Nash. I think she's great. She's funny. I love her and her daughter, the duo. Her daughter's her little twin. She's great. Mm-hmm. In every role she plays, I like how she plays Bernie Mac's sister. I love how she, you know, has a character in Claws. Um, I mean, she has such a great, uh, you know, a great resume. I, I love it. I love I love her. However, this right here threw me for a loop because I just, she just didn't give me no vibes. And again, you know, you don't have to be masculine to be a lesbian, obviously. Right. But I just didn't get, I didn't get vibes. I never, I never even, you know, and again, I don't know her personally, but sometimes the vibes ain't for you, sis. The vibes ain't for you. I felt like I did know her personally. So I'm like, I feel like, how did you keep this secret from us? (laughs) And you know, she said her post, she said, girl, I got me a whole wife. I was like, what? (laughs) I I feel, you know how, you know how they say people are confused with their own sexuality? Like, no, no, I'm confused right now. I, I am confusion. <laughs> this is exasperating. Remember that little boy? What kind of baby is that anyway? Like, I am I am confusion. There, there was a video on YouTube. It was this Asian girl, but she was really serious. And she was like, instead of saying I'm confused, she was like, I am confusion. <laughs> me too. Me too, sis. Me too. I just, I didn't, you, th- you threw me, you threw me there, Nisi. I didn't know it was going down like that. And then, you know what I got to think of? I'm thinking of like her fine husband and all that. And the truth of the matter is you don't know how people are living. For all you know, she was always getting down like that. They had people in the bedroom. You, you just never know. Now, see, I don't, you know what? I don't know. This, I don't know. Was like, did something happen? You know, you I mean, you know, just. Imagine how a man feels when his beautiful wife, who has it going on, Leaves him for another vagina. But I think a man always feels like either he's really attracted to that or he can flip her or it's okay. You know, I think if it was the other way around, I, I think it's more pl- problematic. Yes, yes, or, absolutely. You know, once you once you open that hole, it's it's open. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, hey, like I said, for all you know, that's just this. It was no secret. You know, in the marriage, that was just you know. For all you know, between them, it was no secret. That's how you know they all got down. Like she you said, just I got a whole her. wife. What? She said, I got a whole wife, y'all. Like, oh wow, like she's like eyes married now. Like, do you know our ancestors are turning over? Like, what? Who? Did she jump the broom? Like, oh man, there is an ancestor that is like really rolling around. Like, mm-mm. Hold on a minute, that man got pretty toes. <laughs> you no. said, would you say what a, a handsome? She's a handsome young lady. That's you better go ahead, Nisi Nash. Right. Hey, listen, the LGBTQ, elemental PQ. Hey, I got a lot of love and respect. You love who you want. I truly judge, you know, your character by all means. You know, we're cracking jokes. Be who you want, and I respect it. Just don't be tricking me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time for no trickery. No trickery. Okay. Like you ain't never told us that part. If you if you owe me ten dollars, you ain't giving me nine. 
Jay Z said that. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> I turned a Jay Z quote in it. <laughs> I know, right? Perfect. I'm just saying. So, moving on to plot twist. Speaking of twist, um, uh, keeping it, keeping it in the ratchet. And hey, mm-hmm. this this is just for opinions. I mean, I'm hearing every side of it. Um, our uh, our UK favorite Adele recently posted a pic of herself in um, carnival gear, okay? Mm-hmm. And she has a bantu mm-hmm. knot in her hair and she has the Jamaica flag little bikini top and she is flaunting her weight loss and she is doing her thing and a lot of people Why are not she happy. Do it in carnival feathers though and a mm. and the Jamaican bikini mm. and bantu knots. Please. Mm. Okay. So let's talk no. about it. What's so what's the, I mean, listen. I mean, you know when I saw this picture, I thought somebody had um photoshopped it. I didn't think it was really her. Can you believe, you know what? Can you believe how much weight she is? She looks like a different person. She really does. I really thought it was Photoshop. She looks I amazing. Say she's, she's part of the five, the five head club. Like we are though. Thank you. <laughs> that's, yeah. one, that's one thing I see. <laughs> she got the full, oh, the five head. I was like the five head. Yeah, I was like, what are you And then it hit me. Cause I have that extra brain that let me think a little bit. <laughs> Oh, I too am a part of the five head club. It's okay though. I live I live my life. Oh, I'm really glad they made the children's age. I need this job. Okay, so we're getting back to this. Mm-hmm. Was where was this at? Like, was this a festival or something? Like, what was going on? They said she's taking this picture, which is reminiscent of the carnival, which is coming up. So, you know, Buster Rhymes is having this whole competition for the best uh, Labor Day. Because, you know, Labor Day, Eastern Parkway is about to be off the hook in Brooklyn, uh, COVID or not. So uh, Buster Rhymes is making this big competition who has the best costume. So it's about to be a whole, whew, it's going to be a lot going on. So with that being said, I think Adele was just jumping in on the fun with Carnival coming up. You know, you have a lot of Caribbeans in the UK. So, I mean, and she, she's very, she's she's down with the people. Now, was this considered no, you know, cultural appropriation? Was this cultural appropriation? What do you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, look, you know how we are about our hair. Our hair, mm-hmm. it's way more than just, you know, wearing it in a style and that's it. Like, man, we get fired for our hair. Mm-hmm. We get, we, there's wars over our hair. It's all kind of stuff. So it's a lot more than just a hairstyle, you know? And that's why, like, I, you know, I never go like, it's just, it ain't no, it's, it, it's not just a hairstyle. It's so much, our identity is a part of it, our power, it, you know, it represents our culture. So when you see, and this is why when you see like, um, one of them damn dashians, as you say, mm-hmm. um, you know, mm-hmm. rocking the cornrows. And I don't care what anybody say. Like, look, slaves used to put maps on how to get mm-hmm. off the plantation in, in the yeah. cornrows. So, mm-hmm. so any anybody to me that's rocking it, it is cultural appropriation. Okay. Period. Okay. You know, I know she got a little, you know, she didn't lost a little weight. She feeling herself. But look what she feeling herself as. Look, I mean, with. I'm of all places now. to go with it. Now I did Jamaican flag on you this someone, someone posted she looks amazing. Um and in the comments someone also posted that black women always have uh long hair weaves and you know they do blonde hair, so would it be fair if a white woman were to say culture appropriation? Would it be fair for a white woman, white woman to say, to say considering black women do, you know, that's like saying that 
black women don't have blonde hair, can never have. Girl, tell them about your blonde streak in the back over mm-hmm. there. We're not, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not honoring that. I'm just saying. Just, I'm saying. Uh, but, but no, but this is like, what we're talking like, about. The majority of black women that have the long weaves down their back, and it's you know weaves, and you know the and I blonde. weave, and I will, and I will rock my natural, and I rock my weave, and I rock my weave, and I'll put on. Because and I'm playing devil's it, advocate. That's all. I, I hear you. I hear you. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you right there. It's a lot more than just the and then than just the hairstyle. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. It is a lot about culture and identity. So if I if I decide I want to put an accoutrement on my hair. It's it's it whether you look at it as an act of defiance. I'm not I'm not culturally appropriating anyone. Mm-hmm. It's it is a it's a part of me. I'm I'm sorry. Just it doesn't work both ways. It's like saying you know yes I can I say that Adele you better not period. Right. And I don't have to explain to you Adele's and and Karens why you can't say it. It's okay. just the way it is. Okay. So if I'm a um. If I decide to round up all the horses and make me a wig, that's what I'm gonna do. And you okay. better not say nothing. Okay. Okay. I don't okay. know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that's gonna stand up. But um, what? I'm, I'm not. Okay. I'm not okay. But I'm not Jamaican, and I would wear that little bathing suit top. What if a Jamaican came at me and was like, "Hold on a minute, you're not from my island. You are you American?" I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm. I think it's different than having Adele do it. Adele's from Notting Hill. Ooh. Hello. (laughs) Rolling in the deep. Rolling in the deep. So yeah, that that was. Ooh, got the people talking. Adele got some people fuming off of that. They're like, Adele, we love you. We love the music. We know you got your soul from us. You know what I mean? Like we know. Mm -hmm. Like now, now you're taking too much. So stop it. Just stop. And just like Kim Kardashian posted a picture of herself with some crazy looking braids and she's on the beach and I, and it looked, and it looked pretty, but I was just looking like, here we go again with this shit again. Here we go. So, you know, I'm just, my hand, yeah. my hand, we just have to look Not at now. where, where I'm just like, look, man, no, you not now, not now, though. All right. You know, you look, I know how it is when you lose a couple pounds and you be feeling yourself. I get it. But mm-hmm. this is, not the way to be feeling yourself. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Okay, for all for all culture to dig at, keep 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 your hands to yourself. <laughs> keep your braids to yourself. Keep your yeah. I mean, you know, she already got the blowout. Get you a nice. She got a nice blowout. Just stop. Okay. I didn't like it. I really I didn't like it. Do you, do you feel like it was when Q-Tip has said in one of his songs, "You can be white, but just don't prep the role." Yeah. yeah. Like kind of like that. Like, yeah, we, we love that you love our culture. We love, you know, like we are the most imitated culture on earth. Like, I don't care what anybody says. When I see a bunch of Asian kids don't even speak English <laughs> in Tokyo and they're hip hop dancing, dude, we are mm-hmm. the most influential culture ever. So when I see stuff like this, you know, hell, I got a white friend and, you know, she gets her hair corn rolled in the front. And I'm like, okay, who did that for you? You know, okay. We, we, Mm, we we know what that you know and and some people see that on her and they don't appreciate that shit they're like really like because it it is it's like again you love our culture and you know you're the famous quote but you don't want nothing to do with our damn blues you know so i think this goes the same way with adele that's why people are looking at it like and like you said this is poor timing like really like of all cu- of all cultures to roll into the deep with like this is this what you do like you know but hey she has a right to uh she has a right to rock her bathing suit I got you. You know, I'm just, 
you know, sometimes I'm, I feel like I'm the curator of the culture. That might be wrong, but mm-hmm. I'm, I feel how I feel and um, mm-hmm. everybody can't appropriate it. That's all. Okay. Like you can, you can be white, but just don't prep the role. That's all that was. Yeah. So That's I'm done and I'm finished. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Adele, please come out with another album. Cause you know, I love, love the music. Love oh, yeah. it. I love it. I love the music, Adele. Love it. Bring it back. Yeah. She does her thing. Yeah. All right. All right. Moving on. Uh, moving on. Um, so we are actually now at the woke minute. And this woke minute is dedicated to our dear uh, hero, Chadwick Bozeman, And we just want to remember him um, for this minute. So I want to give, you know, some things about him that was just very interesting. You know, if the one thing that this has reminded us is that life is so short mm-hmm. um, and to really just, I mean, we know it. we look, y'all, we living through a pandemic. We have, we have lived through so much. If you're here today and you woke up this morning and you're, you're, you know, getting ready to, to get in anticipation of the next day, which is not promised to us. Just know, you know, a life, a life that was short, but well-lived. And that's what we see in Chadwick. So, um, you, we know that he played Jackie Robinson in 42, which mm-hmm. ironically he died on Jackie Robinson day, seven years to the day after he portrayed, um, the legendary Jackie Robinson in 42. Um, he also played James Brown in Get On Up, which I loved him in mm-hmm. that. You know, mm-hmm. I think if you had a looked at Chadwick, you wouldn't have if you didn't see um, if you didn't see the movie. I don't think you really could imagine how how well he would have done. Mm-hmm. But I now that I see, I'm like he totally embodied that. But it, you know, on the outside looking in, I'm like I don't. I, I remember when they were talking about. I'm like I really don't see it, mm-hmm. but okay, mm-hmm. but was so good. And, you know, they said that he, he did all the dances and he did the songs. Um, he played Thurgood Marshall in Marshall. And then of course, I mean, what do this man will forever be a black superhero to me. He mm-hmm. played Black Panther, mm-hmm. um, in the Marvel comic movie, Black Panther. So, I mean, and that obviously made him an international star. I mean, he won an NAACP image award, um, and a screen actors guild award as well. So, um, you know, he was born in South Carolina and he went to Howard University, which I was talking to a friend and we're like, you could tell a Howard man, you could tell a Morehouse, a Howard man because of the way they talk. Mm-hmm. So he always impressed me as be, as having attended Howard University. I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. you know, it just definitely it- came across. But something that was really interesting to me is that before he you know, packed up his things and, and moved to Hollywood. He actually was a teacher at the Schomburg in Harlem for like several years and lived in Brooklyn. Did you know that? No. Yes. So after he graduated Howard, he was, you know, I guess writing his plays and he was considering a career in acting and he took up teaching, um, which I'm like, it, it just, you look at you look at him and you can kind of tell mm-hmm. like he took up teaching and um was you know was was at the Schomburg okay how, how interesting was that um wow what a path Schomburg Center for Research in Black Culture in Harlem New York yep mm-hmm. and then he moved to LA to pursue acting and of course the rest is 
is history. So um, I just, you know, how did you, I, I know when I heard the news, it was, I let out a cry, I was crying. Mm-hmm. I let out a, a scream, you know, to the point where um, kid in here was like, what's, you know, what's going on? Like he thought I was hurt, yeah. um, which I was my heart. I think, I think every black, you know, the black diaspora, whatever you want to call it, I think we all felt it especially hard. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, and you as well, you know, we grew up with Superman, you know, mm-hmm. like you remember watching Superman. I, went, I remember going yes. to, the movies to watch Superman. I mm-hmm. love Superman. I love Christopher Reeves, you know, who played Superman. But let me tell you, when when Black Panther came out, you know, we went in droves. Like, we took committees to the movie theater. We all went. It was like, it was just like an unspoken, you have got to see. We have, we have got to see this movie. I can't tell you how many times I've seen Black Panther. And I'm so grateful that in my day and age, and you know I'm a comic book person. I love comic books. So I was already on the Black Panther. But to actually see it brought to the screen and to see him play in, you know, in our, in my lifetime mm-hmm. is I I can't even describe, I can't even put in the words. So what what right. were your thoughts right. um when you heard the news? Well, I mean obviously I was very sad. I just I I so admire this man and even when you, I saw him in James Brown and I just remember I've watched that movie so many times and, you know, and Jackie Robinson, and then you have Wakanda forever. And again, he was the black superhero for me to be the age I am and to say, we finally got a black superhero that would, that breaks my heart alone. But then to see little black kids for Halloween and white kids and they want to be from Wakanda and, yeah. oh man, it was just like, he, I just, I look at how he was destined. So to know that, you know, the day we get come into this earth and the day we leave is already predestined. So I look at all the greatness that he achieved in his lifetime. And that's pretty much how I try to, uh, find joy before I cry. And I, I've been, a lot of death has been, um, just within this past, I would say even six days, like I would say it's been seven people that have passed away. So that was just one of the seven. When I got that news, it was like, oh my God, it just keeps going. And I just always look at, was it a life well lived? And in his case, I'm just like, yes, this is a reason to celebrate. He, he was destined. He was our Wakanda forever. Oh my gosh. Like, so I, I appreciate that he put in the work to reach his destiny. And I saw he spoke about it, um, at his, uh, at the Howard speech, the graduation Mm-hmm. He, he spoke about, you know, like living your destiny. And I, and I appreciate that. I really, that really went to my heart. It really did. So for, for the mark he made for not only just history, but for black history. Wow. I can say that. Wow. What, what a life, what a life lived. What a, what a mark to have left, you know, what a, yeah. like, what a way to be remembered, you know? So I can say like job well done. Good for you. You know, you know, you had a talent, you knit, you didn't ignore it. You walked by faith and you kept going. Good for him. And he he definitely made history. So, you know, it, it hits close to home. And um, I thought it was interesting how Angela Bassett said that, you know, he had to, he reminded her that he was the person who escorted her to the stage when she spoke at at his alma mater, Howard University, oh, wow. when she was getting her honorary degree. And he he kind of reminded her, and you know, they're sitting making Wakanda, you know, wait, making Black Panther. She played yeah. his mother. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there were words from Felicia Rashad, who was his um, one of his drama 
professors at Howard. And she was the one who kind of initiated getting Denzel um, involved to pay for um, a trip to London for um, something to study acting and, and drama. So it's just like, look how his life was aligned. Like he met some real greats on his way up and he, yeah. you know, his, his life, he succeeded that. Um, and, you know, just to speak a little bit about colon cancer, because he was 43 years old. And, um, you know, I remember seeing a video, he was talking about something that was unrelated to his health. And that Mm -hmm. was probably about three months ago, Mm -hmm. but he physically, he looked very sick. And I remember, Mm -hmm. um, there were some posts, you know, about, you know, what does he have? And I just, in my, in my heart, I, 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 I kind of knew. Um, yeah. And I, I did. And I, and, and also I saw, um, I saw the five, I saw the flat five bloods, like mm-hmm. when it first came out and I, I felt it then. Um, oh, wow. I, I thought, yeah. he, I thought he's preparing for a role that that's just how I, I, I admired how hard he went with acting and characters that when I saw him not looking well, I thought, wow, he is going hard. That's for whatever he's role engulfing himself in a role. That's no, what I, thought. I you know. At first, yeah. I, I, I did feel it. Um, but I, you know, I didn't know of the the maybe the backlash or you know, people were talking or whatever it was. I just the the way that this man carried himself with such style and grace and you know, the honor and respect, because not everything is for everybody, and sometimes you don't you know, you don't speak though. You don't, you don't have to speak those things. And, you know, just the body of work that he left and the, and I just think it's a testament to himself, but I do want to speak a little bit about, um, about colon cancer, because, you know, as you and I both know, we have a family history of colon cancer and, um, you know, I do get early screenings because I have a history of Crohn's and IBS because it does run in the family. So, um, because, you know, he's, he was very, very young. And, you know, when you talk about screening for, because normally you don't get screened in, in your, you know, till you're about 45 and then, you know, you go in for maybe for a colonoscopy, but that's usually after there's been some complaint, you know, some complaints or, you know, or something that shows up. So, because, because even the uh, American Cancer Society says, you know, don't get screening uh, until you buy like 45, like late forties. Um, and by a lot of times, you know, that's, it's already too late. So I've just encouraged people, you know, like I said, I do, I, I have to get early screenings. Um, and because, you know, we did, we lost our grandmother to colon cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's a real thing, and you know a lot of different factors um, are involved. Um, but I would just encourage people to get screening, you know. And if that's not something that is readily available, then advocate for yourself to to get it because a lot of times doctors will not, um, you know, it's not the first thing that you do, you know, in your in your twenties and in your thirties. You just don't. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Stay on top of your health. That is one thing you must. If you can stay on top of your social media, you can stay on top of your health. That's right. That's right. Health so. is wealth. Health is wealth. Oh. So, yes. Yeah. So rest in peace to our our Prince Chadwick. It was a pleasure. Mm. And you flourish and be all you were destined to be. And just thank you. And just thank you for 
all that you've done, you know, when I can, I can see little black boys wearing the, you know, the, the whole T'Challa mm-hmm. costume, I'm sure it's going to be a resurgence this year, but that was like, that was just amazing, you know, and just to see that the kids wearing it. I mean, I went all the way to Sweden and I had a, um, I had a black Panther, um, hat on. And when I tell you, do you know them people in the streets? How many times I got the um the the fist the fist cross? Oh, cute! Kind of forever. Yes. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's just, so just the impact right. was so real. You know, yes, I felt like it was ours, but the the impact was was worldwide. Right. Oh, heck yeah! And it's about time, like, to be the black superhero historically. Like, I'm the first black superhero you know, that really made it worldwide. Yep. Every, every white kid in America and outside of America can say like, Oh yeah, we have superheroes. Like their, their reality is so catered to their own world. Like we are, we, we serve no relevance in their world. You get what I'm saying? We're, we're the extras, but this came out and this gave us, um, a good concrete foundation yep. of our own. Oh, that was, that's oh, just great. Wakanda for you. It was on TV last night. It's going to be on again. Um, yeah. I don't I'm, know if I'm, I can I'm watch it right right now, but I will. I def- I, I do want to see it again. Just you know, my my heart is heavy, but I know you know this is we are we are not promised tomorrow. So you make the most of what you have today, and and he just he he made the absolute most of it. You know, and we don't know the time nor the hour, but we are all we are all destined for for greatness. It's just how we use it and how we how we unfold that destiny so right rest in peace good night sweet prince we are so grateful and thankful to have you thank you so much for your contribution mm-hmm. so much love to his family and and prayers out to his family and and friends and everyone we're all affected right wakanda forever mm-hmm. wakanda forever oh boy all right don't cry don't all cry right. don't cry don't cry I know, I know. Okay, let's let's we gotta we gotta switch gears here. We gotta switch gears. So. What's gonna make you smile? What's gonna make you well, smile? You know, you know, <laughs> you know what make me smile now. Oh <laughs> wait, might not, but I'm gonna tell you. All right, so y'all, we are now at the weekend D report. You gotta go with no one. I used to be scared of the thing. I like to put that strong beat to it because it just, look, I like to make my words sound like how I'm feeling. So this is strong D, so we can do. Okay. Oh, 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 okay. So, <laughs> okay. All right. Right. So this week we have, we actually got, it's a, it was a direct message voicemail on Instagram. So if y'all have any questions, you want to hit us up, please send um, to TwizPod. That's T-W-I-S-P-O-D on Instagram. So I'll just get right into it. We yeah. got a message. So basically mm-hmm. um, it's a, it's a, a one of our female listeners. She says, so my husband's best friend is cheating on his wife. My husband isn't okay with the affair, but he says it's not our job to say anything. I'm pretty close with the wife and I think she would want to know. I'm considering telling her myself, do you, or do you think I should mind my own business? Mm. Ooh. Oh, okay. Ah. okay. So all right. you, you want, 
Yeah, you want, want me to answer this? I'm like, humming, humming up. You take that dance. Go, go on in. Oh, man. Is it hard to in your job? And that should answer your question right there. <laughs> oh, man. The last thing I like to do is be in the middle of other people's shit. This I, is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. So, okay. I'll tell you a few. T- okay. So, here I go with my own testimonies. <laughs> I was on a dating site before and came across and came across my friend's husband. I remember you told me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I had a moment of, oh shit, you know, do I mind my business? Do I say something? Because he over here looking real single. Okay. He done came up with a profile. I was like, uh, what? Hold on a minute. Mm-hmm. And um, I did tell her. I did tell her. I did tell her because that was my friend. Now, uh, I think I come across cheating men all the time. Shit, they want to cheat with you. That's just like, that ain't nothing new. So I'm supposed to call your wife every time. Like, pass me your phone. I'm going to put in my number and then really call her. Like, hey, girl, I'm down here with your man. He trying to holler. Like, we come we come across cheating people, I mean, all the time. And again, mm-hmm. I try to mind my business. Um, if these were my friends, uh, see, that's the thing. When she says, I'm kind of close to the wife. Like, how close are you? Where Are you close enough where you consider her your friend? Well, then you tell her. Boom. I don't, yeah. wa- I don't like to be at a table that's with people. Close. Yeah, no, I'm telling. I don't. I don't like to be at a table with people. Just turn the table, and people are sitting and and chumming mm-hmm. it up with you and having cocktails, and you they know. Me, I know, and they know mm-hmm. some shit. That that's you some fucked up. I mean, I look like Boo Boo the fool. No, that that's some that's some fucked up shit. I mean, and don't get me wrong, I'm a strong believer in the patience of karma. So I rest well with that. And trust me, I'm not trying to seek revenge. So I ain't coming for you. It'll 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 come to you. Don't worry about it. It'll come to you. But mm-hmm. that's one thing. Don't you? You're not invited to my dinner table. So if y'all all knew something, then y'all are all part of it. That's how that's going to end up. So by you not saying anything, that's a problem. And you got to tell. You know what? Unless you, so you got to extort homeboy. You got to tell him. Like we're going to tell her. So you figure out how to tell her. Yeah. See. So. That's how they got to do this, it. Mm-hmm. This one hit home because I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. This. Well, my question is. Uh huh. How does she know the information? Does she know about the affair because her husband told her? Or does she know because this messy motherfucker brought the woman around oh. while they were out? See that? See? See? This right here? <laughs> and that's happened before with dudes. Let me tell you something. One of my homeboys brought this. I'm thinking he's bringing his wife. I, is, he was like, what I, up? I have had that happen to me sitting there with my mouth wide open like, I hope I don't say the wrong thing because I don't. Who is this? Don't do that to me. Don't don't do that. And then he was like, "Oh my bad." Like we're going through a divorce and we haven't spoken in a while. I was like, "See, you can't be doing that." Like I'm looking at this bitch. Like who are you? Like I mean, we had like, a game night at my house. He brought some new chick. I was like, "Whoa!" whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you later. I was like, "Wait." So I'm like, "Don't put me in that trip bag, please." Don't do that. Uh-uh. Yeah, sloppy. Cause I, yeah, because I yeah, I don't want to be a part of the sloppy like. And that's why I'm asking, like, does she know this because her husband told her? Then maybe that's a little different. Like, he's telling you, y'all take, you know, y'all, y'all pillow talking. Wait, and wait, then- wait, 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 wait. What kind of best friends are y'all? <laughs> why is he even telling you? Like, hold on, what kind of guy code shit is he on? Uh-uh, maybe. Maybe he's, he's not, because her husband is not okay with it. So uh, maybe he, because, you know, another thing is, you know, is what is it? Birds of a feather flock together. So I'm assuming that husband is like, I don't want to be, don't get me wrapped up in, you know, his, my best friend stuff. That's not me. Okay. You know, so maybe he's explaining it to his, his wife in mm. that way. Mm. But she's saying I'm pretty close with the wife and I, and I think she would want to know. And you know what? I think she would want to know when I, I'm telling you, like, 
I'm the type of person, if I got a booger in my nose, can you please tell me? Do not have me out here in these streets and my nose. I got something in my nose. You know I many, yeah, no, you know many times I got to my car and I had poppy seed in my in my front teeth? <laughs> and I said, these motherfuckers talk to me all day. This is before the mask. Okay, this is, this is before nothing. COVID. Anybody say shit? Say no wonder they had an I, extra smile. No wonder. You know, and that's what I'm saying. So I appreciate the friend that's like, sis, come over here. Oh, do like this. You know, like this. I appreciate her way more than one. Like, y'all, the same thing. You're going to sit here and stare me down and not tell me. Yeah. That, don't, don't do that. Please don't do that. That's that's not that's not a friend. Don't do that. No, I no. You, I thought you knew. I thought, no, no, no. You don't. You tell. Just tell me. Um, so I, I agree with her. Like, yeah, if you're pretty close with the wife and you saw something and you know something and this, you know, he's being disrespectful to his wife, tell the wife, I, I'm, you know, because honestly, he shouldn't have put you in the middle of it. If you, if, if you see something, it. he, re- that's, that's his bad. And, and I, and it's so messy. And I feel like for her, you know, for her good conscience and you just don't want to be a part of the mess. Cause at the end of the day, it's, Everything you do in the dark is going to come out to light. So mm-hmm, the minute mm-hmm. it comes out to light, you're going to be looking for the culprits. Now, how come it was in the dark for so long? Because you didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And you're mm-hmm. not a friend. Well, let me tell you. I had a friend of mine in college years ago, and her brother was juggling a couple of girls. And the girls that he was juggling, she had to honestly say, like, these are this is a nice girl. Like, I like her. And, you mm-hmm. know, she's a single mother and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, she told her brother, like, if you don't let her know, I'm telling. Because, you know, you can't be bringing both to the house. And, you know, she's a nice girl. Like, mm-mm, I don't want no parts yeah. of it. And don't you know, she set the date and time. And she was like, give me a second. I got to make a phone call. And she called to tell the girl that my brother is playing around. And nobody could believe it. They were like, oh, my God, you told? She said, yeah, because I'm a woman. So I'm not going to let my brother feel like that's okay. You know, I'm a woman, too. Like, heck no. And I had a new yep. respect for her. I was like, damn, that's really putting your nose in it. But I guess you're right. <laughs> like, shit, you told? You told? You really told? She's like, yeah, hell yeah, I told. I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. I like, mean, I'm- I think the best things our brothers did was they didn't bring nobody else around. So, like, because they know. I'm, I'm probably going to tell. I'm telling that's mama like this. I'm telling. Mm-mm. That's that's sloppy. That's sloppy. So, yep, you you might as look at us. We're telling it, girl. You might as well go tell. <laughs> girl, uh, yeah, I think I think she I think she should. Like I said, depending on what she's seen, like it. Don't go telling pillow talk. If this is just pillow talk, and you know your husband is confiding in you and telling you all the business, mm-hmm. then it's really like that's not. Then that is to me like then I don't think you should tell that part. Uh huh. Right. It's a different with your own eyes. Right. Speculations. You don't talk like if it's a speculation, not something I've had speculations before. And I'm like, I'm gonna keep that to myself because, you know, it's not factual. And I, and I will leave that alone. But I always make it my point to let you know, you, you could tell your, tell your man, I'm on your team. I'm not on his team. I have your back. So if he has any, any, you know, anything to say about me telling you anything, then you check him real quick. Let him know that, you know, Shatara's my friend. She's not your friend. Let him know what, what team I play on. Cause we're not going to be keeping no secrets. That's where you, so some dudes get quiet. Like, yeah, she gonna, she ain't gonna say nothing. She got my back. Nah, fuck that player. I'm telling No, mm-mm, don't get comfortable. Don't, no, I saw, I saw that. I did. But then again, again, that's facts though. If I don't have facts, I, I might, I might just zip my lip a little bit. I might zip my lip a little bit. If it's not facts. If this girl got stone cold facts, I'm talking, she got um Cinderella slipper. Oh, hell. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Uh, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Don't. Mm-mm. Take it like a laffy taffy. 
Chewing for days. You better brush your teeth because you will have a damn cavity in two weeks, no less. And it's gonna mm. cost you. It's gonna cost you. Mm, 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 mm. Like yeah, how you got the I did, but this, I'm still like, <laughs> still with my feelings about this. Like, mm-mm. ain't no good gonna come to you. Ain't no good gonna come to you. That's why it's like a damned if you do, damned if you don't. You keep it to yourself. Yeah. Right? And you never tell. Then that comes back around and, and then you're wrong for not speaking up. You speak up, then you got in the middle of somebody's business and there's a problem. For all you yeah. know, you may give her the juice and she may forgive him and get right back with him. And then you, yeah. can, you can sleep well knowing that. Like, all right, I did my part. Because there's those that, right. too. Oh, there's those heifers too. Oh God. Got yeah. me over here talking about meet me at two o'clock and then you end up with the motherfucker two days later. What type of dumb shit you got me in the middle? I, yeah. Whew, whew. This, some women get on my damn nerves. Don't don't call me. Don't call me at two o'clock talking about you think you found something in his phone and then you write back with him. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the other thing. But I just think like it's not it's really for her own conscience. Like just get it off your chest so you don't feel like I'm holding a secret for somebody that what you holding a secret for? That's what I'm saying. Whose team are you on? Yeah, so yeah. Be out. Tell. Be, be done. Okay, so I think we gave her some good advice. Um, I think so too. <laughs> but, but, but see, we, we have one. Tell, tell it. Tell it, D. I'm telling mama. You know, it's a sisterhood too. So, I mean, hey, it's like you're yeah. damned if you do, damned if you don't. So. And we got to uphold those rules of sisterhood. You know, sometimes we kind of forget, but like we do have to uphold the sisterhood rules. Like, look, just tell me if I got a booger. That's all. Let, let me tell you really quick. There's a um, Chelsea Handler used to have this little prank show, right? Mm-hmm. And there was this one episode where she had a woman dress up and like down the street from like a bridal store, right? And she would come out the bridal store and be like, "Excuse me, uh-huh. excuse me." Um, she would get people passing by. She'd be like, "My fiance's in the car. He just went to the car with my sister to grab my keys. Can you just, can you just, get, can you just get him? Tell him I'm, I'm like ready. I need my shoes or whatever, you know." And then they, people would go to the uh-huh. car to get her to go get her uh, fiance, and then they were in the van, and they were they were bumping the van, like they were having sex in the van, right? So they would so they would come back like, like I'm sorry, because you know it's right, the van's right there. So that like that's your that's your sister. Yes, my sister in the car. Men all walked away and mind their business. Every man was like, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry, ma'am. There's two black girls. Was like, that's your sister in there. We can help you beat her ass. <laughs> I will never forget that it was so funny. Women, women, women had had her back. Like, mm-mm. like, like maybe. Is, are you sure? Is that your? Is that maybe you want to second guess marrying him? Like women, pretty mm-hmm. much. Women, women, mm-hmm. pretty much men, men minded their business. Sorry, ma'am. Hey, take care. Good luck. Men, men were not. They didn't want no parts of it. They saw the van jumping. They they kept walking. Like, mm-mm. you can find, look that up. Look that up on YouTube. That was so funny. So mm-hmm. there was a difference right there. Men have each other's back. You know, the only reason why you know maybe your husband is even telling you is because because you know. He may have mm-hmm. he may have a little secret society going on, but he like shit. Now she know. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. You just never know. You just never know, people. All right. Anyway. All right. Okay. Moving well, on. Well, we are at my jam. We're at my jam. 
That's my jam. So, this one is a lot of fun. This is Nice and Smooth Hip Hop Junkies. <laughs> Off of the Ain't a Damn Thing Change album. This was 1991. All right. So, this is <laughs> Greg Nice. <laughs> and. <laughs> like, like a fairy tale. Orca was a great big whale. Okay, Greg Nice and Smooth B. Plus DJ Teddy Ted. And uh, they're from the Bronx. They are the duo. Now, this song right here was, I got a funky, funky rhyme with a funky style. Uh, um, uh, and they had all the girls on the beach with bathing suits. Now, considering how this video will be today, the level of X-rated. Remember back in the day? Because I was like, ooh, they got they had thongs on, like thongs. Yeah. And it was like, oh. So, I mean, that was then. So that song was just a good party song. And it was silly. He was talking about his favorite cartoon. Ricochet Rocky was my favorite cartoon. And then they had the nerve to do this song in Spanish. I remember. Yo tengo funky, funky rhyme con un funky style. Yo tengo funky rhyme con un funky style. Yo tengo funky rhyme con un funky style. It was like, yo, they're trying to get, they're trying to get all of the money. <laughs> It was like Spanglish though, like they was. <laughs> and then that that version they had, it was called Spanish Fly. Then they had the Spanish girls with thongs in that video. I said, you know what, Video Music Box, okay, MTV Uncut. They are just getting it all across the board. Oh, that was. So oh man, funny. that was so funny. Nice. Funky rhyme, funky style. Yes, yes, yes. And I, I remember the who was the cute one. I hate to put it that way. Was driving down Cedar Lane. I was like, oh my god. Oh, uh, uh, the tall one, Greg Nice. That was Greg Nice, no. yeah. Was it Greg Nice? No. Is that no? <laughs> I'm the other one. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, man, that was a good one. And they would put on like a little talk, like, see how smooth. Like they would talk in a way. It was so funny. They, they were characters. They had a lot of sense of humor in their music. Mm -hmm. I will say that. This was a good time. This can come on today. And it's still, you know, it's a jam. I'm a diamond, you're a cubic, zirconia. Oh, yeah. I remember everybody oh, did it. That was so funny. Mis palabras son con fuerzo, que amonia. Who told them to do that? That was so funny. I, was, I turned it up, like, because I remember the beat. And I was like, wait a minute. Are they rapping in Spanish? Fuck out of here. This is the best. I was like, you know what? That's just all about getting that money. You know what? Yep. Love it. And Ed had a second video. Like, <laughs> more bathing suits. What are they doing? That yes. was good. That that's was my good. Jam, that's my jam, though. That is, that is my good time jam right there. Good one. Good one. Took me back. Ooh, what year was that? 91. Mm-mm. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we is done here. Okay, bye. <laughs> I don't know. Did you feel? Did you feel young? <laughs> Not right then. Oh. Goodbye. Okay. Kids, kids were born that year. The, the kids that were born that year are grown ups now. <laughs> I know they got they got kids and shit. <laughs> they got the kids got kids. <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny. Oh my God, this people people I know are grandparents now. It just cracks me up. <laughs> I'm like, you just got your butt job, you got your boob job, you got your your, your waist your waist is snatched, and you talking about you a, a grandma. What are you talking about? <laughs> you took your baby girl to college, now you coming home, and now you got kids. Like, 
People are grandparents out in these streets. Like, what just happened in the world? And they really out in these streets. Like, grandma's out in these streets, killing them. Like, oh taking pictures God. on the gram. Like, what do we? What happened to grandma? Like, I'm thinking, like, oh, they had a new baby. Like, what? That is your grandson. Bye. I'm logging off. Goodbye. <laughs> pop, pop. I don't need to be on Facebook. No way. Dudes be over here talking about you know, call me, and then you hear a kid in the back, pop, pop. You like, whoa. <laughs> Reginald, I'll call you tomorrow. Uh, what time? Wait a minute. Uh, what time? Wait a minute. <laughs> well, I take a nap in the midday. I got my grandbabies, you know. Like, yo, you was killing them out your white t shirt. You're talking about you bringing the bike out. I was shape up looking tight. Talking about you a pop pop. You a pop pop, Reginald? Shit. What is happening out in these streets? I know dudes feel the same way with these women. What is up? Oh, Bernice Burgess is a grandma. Isn't Bernice Bur These video vixens are grandmas. <laughs> are we laughing? <laughs> oh, I'm just, I'm just talking shit. Let me. I said, to, I said, I got to get me some grandkids. They say you're not even mom yet. I said, I'm trying to skip that part. How did I get some grandbabies? How did I get some grandbabies? Cause you know what? That seems like it's a good time. Them grandbabies look like they had better time than the initial motherfuckers that came here. How do I get? To, how do I get to those? <laughs> I, I, want some, I want some grandma time <laughs> it's realistic today you know anybody gonna second best me it's my grandkid grandma <laughs> that's how you that was the fun time I was dating this guy and he was real he was country he had a little country twang I loved it and he would be all thugged out but as soon as his grandma called that's what you grandma <laughs> Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, yeah, nah, nah. That phone rang. Grandma! Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. oh, can you get to the support black business segment of the show, please? <laughs> Grandma! Okay. Supporting black businesses, as you all know, we believe in growing our economy and strengthening our communities by supporting products and services made for us by us. And today we are highlighting Miss Raynell Jones, who is the founder of Align. Can you hear me? Align Mentorship Chapter. Did I say that right? Alignment, alignment, chapter. Chapter. alignment chapter. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. Now this, uh, she started this about uh, a year ago and it is now in five states and it is helping single mothers in need. So she was once a teen mom and she says in her logo, she's a teen mom who made it. She's helping low income mothers every day, making a difference. You can also make your donation at www.thealignmentchapter.org. Yay, Miss Fraynell Jones. <laughs> Yay, we love it. Oh, and I love that she has, she's in five states and she started like less than a year ago. That's beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? Grandma! <laughs> I just want to end on that note. Okay. Look, uh, what's the website? Did you say it already? Yes, www.thealignmentchapter.org. Sounds good. And alignment has two L's. Yes. And and also on IG, also alignment chapter on IG just as well. Sounds good. Yay. All right, y'all. This has been a journey, but we've come to the end. So please like, share, and subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast. You can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play. We're on SoundCloud. Ask Pandora and Spotify about us, y'all. And pretty much wherever you get your podcast. 
wherever you listen to your podcast, you can listen to us. So also watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show weekdays on Island TV or on the Island TV app. And Shatara, what else do we want to let them know? Please follow us on social media, on Facebook and Twitter, on Instagram at TwistPod. Leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Talk to us. DM us some of your questions. Talk to us. We are here. Also, my upcoming comedy shows, as well as our podcasts and TV events, following the funny. I'm here to make y'all laugh. You know what it is. Thank you for listening, sharing, subscribing. We love y'all. Stay healthy. Peace.